Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. So here we are, lads. It is episode 50 of Snapbacks and Beards. Would you believe that? We've uh, been doing this since January last year as a, the pre-Royal Rumble show, I think it was. Yeah. And here we are now at the 50th episode, almost a year later. It's uh, quite incredible, really, that we're here. Big, big, yeah. big day, big day. Yeah, it is. Of course, joined by the same wonderful two gentlemen, as always, J.E. Talk. How are you doing, man? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Where has that year gone? Where's it gone? Like, it's just it's just flown by. Crazy. Yeah, it, it really, really has, like, so so quickly the years are getting faster it's quite scary mm. um twg Stu is also here we've established in the last year that he has a love in for wardlow arguably more than mommy herself <laughs> so you know how are we feeling Stu? yeah i'm uh, i'm all good i'm again can't believe that we have we've hit 50 and it is still just the beginning yes just getting started i know it's a cliche to say but we really do feel that's where we are here um, before we start the show, again, thanks, lads, for the last 50 episodes. It's been a pleasure to work with you. Mm. Yeah. Um, I know, it's been and, great. Yeah, has, Enjoyed um, every second. And Shane, I did mention in her video, thank you, everyone, who sent a video in to promote the show. Really appreciate all of you being guests. Shane, did make a comment saying he's to another 500. Um, <laughs> and there will be a lot more than 500, we're hoping, of this. When uh, uh, when when we when we when we discuss Roman Reigns' uh, next title defense in episode five hundred, where he is still <laughs> the champ. Yes. Oh my word, that's scary thought, and genuinely could be true as well. Um, anyway, so we've had two episodes of Raw and SmackDown that aren't recaps of the last year already. So, we've got three talking points I want to get through on those, and anything else, feel free to discuss. Um, start off with the first match of the year, and arguably. Nia Jax's best ever match. So, how did we rate this? And the fact that she won as well. What do we think? Do you want to go, Steve? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think it probably was one of the best outings that we've seen for for Nia. Um, I quite liked the the finish, sort of a bit of a throwback to what made Becky Lynch and arguably what made Nia Jax as well. Um, I think that they're they're probably going to build or continue to try and build Nia as somewhat as a credible threat so that Rhea has something to do at the Rumble. Um, and I still think that Becky will win the Chamber and face Rhea at Mania. Um, the only... I, the only thing that I'm not so sure about then is where that leaves Rhea at the Elimination Chamber because she's going to main event, or she should main event. Um, I know, Jay, you've thought about her being in the Chamber, but I just wonder, yeah, where where they're going to get to that end point of her match at Mania, I suppose. But, yeah, it was, it was good. And it, was, it was nice to see a not predictable end, I guess, because I don't think anyone would have hand on heart said yeah i think naya's gonna win this clean like and, and she did so that was quite nice johnny uh i'd have bet my house that becky was gonna win this match and i would have lost <laughs> everything i would have bet everything <laughs> that becky was gonna win this um mainly because like that if they're strapping a rocket to anyone whether we like it or not they're strapping a rocket to naya jacks because bar becky's nxt title loss when was the last time she was pinned clean? When when, yeah. when was that? Like when did that happen? And Nia Jax has just fucking smacked her in the head out of nowhere for the pin. She's coming for Rhea, and whether it happens at the Rumble or whether it happens at Mania, like you you got to talk about the fact that Nia Jax might just do it. She might mm -hmm. just do it. She might surprise us. She might do it at the. She might do it at the Royal Rumble, and then Rhea wins the Chamber. As the main event to go and face Nia at WrestleMania to get a title back, like I, I don't know how oh, I, the outcome. I, I, I don't, I don't hate that story. I don't hate that idea. Other than Rhea I, I, losing, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's for but, the greater good, could, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the greater good, could she lose now to have this big moment again, back to back manias, winning yeah. the winning the the world title? I don't know if that's how they're going to go, but if whether we like it or not, if they're strapping a rocket to anyone right now, it's not a Jacks. Absolutely, yeah. I do think that she would face Rhea at the Royal Rumble. I mean, I don't see it would make any sense for her not to wit not to be in that match. Like she has to be Rhea's opponent now in the. Uh, at the Rumble, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Rhea, since we're on that subject, what do you make of a match with Ivy Nile, Stu? Um, so I I thought it was a really, really good match. And this is, we sort of spoke about another match that Rhea had a little while ago that I didn't think was as good. Um, and this isn't a criticism as such, but I think this match shows how far away Maxine Dupree is from competing at that level because Ivy Nile hasn't had very well this was her first singles match on the main roster and it was very good um you know did we ever think that she was gonna gonna beat Rhea probably not but she put a lot of offense in and yeah I thought it was a it was a good match and I wouldn't be surprised if you know in the next 18 months, we see some form of uh, gold around the waist of, of Ivy Nile, whether that's tag team gold along the way or or a singles championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as I say, Ivy had a really good match, but I think one thing that did bother me recently was how Ivy Nile had Rhea on her shoulders and then Rhea's like doing this and flapping all over. It's like, just hit her in the head. You're a bummer, mm-hmm. just like, yeah. like, why, 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 I think that made her look stupid, and it's too comical that because she's this badass, she should be intelligent enough to go, Well, just hit you, <laughs> you're literally there. Yeah, oh, I am the women's but... champion, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, Johnny, do we reckon honestly, do you think that Naya will could beat? Well, you said she could, but do you think that she will beat Rhea at the Rumble? Um. No, I don't think she will. I think she could, but if if we're talking predictions and it ends up being Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax at the Royal Rumble, I will predict Nia, uh, Rhea to retain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like Nia Jax has been one of the best acquisitions recently. And I thought first one so keen, but she is. She's not doing that bad. She's really you know, surprising people, I think. I, I think... I think it's almost a case of that it's been when when Nia was in her first run, she was always on TV, not having particularly great matches. Talking away, I can't hear what he's saying. I can't hear a word he's saying either. It's happened oh, again, Stu. ladies and oh, gentlemen. Again. Oh, Stu. I was trying, I was waiting to just be like, maybe it'll pick up, but no, it hasn't. Yeah, well, me and Johnny will continue the podcast, everyone listening, whilst yes. we wait for Stu to sort this out. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say, Johnny, while we're still here, um, so we'll just go straight to your boy Seth Rollins, since I was gonna ask about that anyway. Yeah. So at the moment nothing's planned for the Royal Rumble for Seth. So what's happening? Are we going to get maybe a steel cage with him and Drew or something? Or what do you think? Uh, well, I can say by that cough that I can hear Stu. I don't know if you can, <laughs> oh, but I did hear that cough. Yes, um, so he's going to have... He's, Seth's going to have a title defence at the Royal Rumble. And he's going to win that match. And we, I don't know who, but like you say, it probably could be against Drew McIntyre. But then CM Punk is going to come out and he's going to GTS Seth, and he's going to, and then Damian Priest is going to come and cash in successfully. And Damian Priest is going to be the champion at the Royal Rumble. Seth's going to be pissed, and he's going to cost CM Punk his spot in the Rumble later on that night by coming and running in, interfering, chucking him over the top rope, setting up their match for Mania without the belt. One's cost one something, one's cost the other one the other thing. The belt doesn't need to be involved, and there's the match for Mania. How many times can Drew McIntyre lose, though? How many times can he keep losing title matches? Well, okay, Drew McIntyre wins the title because Seth um, gets GTS'd by Punk when the ref's down, and then Damian Priest cashes in on Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that'll do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sue, what do we think? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I completely agree. I don't. I think we know we're going to head towards Seth versus Punk at Mania. It doesn't need the world title involved. You may as well, you know, have two headline matches, one for a world title, one without, rather than just one headline match with the title when they're, you know. Um, so, yeah, I've, but I'm going to stop predicting that Damian Priest cashes in his money in the bank contract because I've done it for about three months and it hasn't happened. So I'm going to stop doing that. What I will say is if he doesn't have a successful cash-in at the Royal Rumble, he doesn't have a successful cash-in. Mm. No. no I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that he's just... They're not sure what to do with it, and they're too scared to give him that chance. They've got this guy who's a really big deal. Like He looks like he should be a main eventer, and he kind of is almost, but he's not really. So long as he's got that briefcase, he's always going to tease it. But I just think, like... There's an opportunity there to pull the trigger, but they're too scared to do it because Damien Priest, I guess, was never in the plans to begin with. Um, but because Judgment Day have done so well, they've given the money in the bank. Um, and it's time that they really do give something to that money in the bank briefcase that's, that's memorable because the last time, I mean, probably Rollins, Dean Ambrose, 2016. Mm. Before, after that, when's the money in the bank briefcase? Like, worked and being like oh what a great cash in that was because it's starting to feel like almost a dated concept and that's the problem because i like it mm. but they're just it feels like they've run out of ideas of how to use this and and the thing like, is it's not like sorry jay i was just saying it's, it's not like you've got if it, if you're if the if seth was you know the only guy and if priest cashed in there would you know there'd be nothing for seth to do there'd be nothing for anyone else to do there'd be you know all that you could kind of see why they'd keep dragging it on and on and on but there's a match for seth there without the world title so you've got the stars around to keep people like in the main event so I, if you're not going to pull the trigger now i don't know when you would pull the trigger on priest mm-hmm. just um going back to the like you say, Johnny, when was the last time it was memorable? Like, for instance, why did Otis win it? Like, like because, was... because lol, pal. Yeah, That's but why. he didn't even, he, he caught it. He didn't go yeah. up and get it. He caught it. Like, what was that about? And also, the thing that annoys me about Priest with the money in the bank at the moment is when he had that match, uh, when Seth and Drew had that match that you were just talking about on Raw, he was up after the match. Yeah, his face hurt because he took a Claymore kick. But does he not think that he can still cash in then. Seth's still been through what he's been through after the match. Obviously, he planned to cash in, but then got the Claymore kick. Like, does he not think he's capable anymore after the after the match? Mm-hmm. Would be my my issue. Yeah. With it. Well, I did say that, and that did really bother me as well. It's like it's so obvious what you can do then. And it's just the two military with the way they do things, very structured, where it's like just a bit of chaos every now and again. You know, just do something. You know crazy just rather than everything being like this is the segment and everything happens in this segment and then we move on to the next one and just forget the last one ever happened kind of thing you, it's you, like it's you've, far got, too... you've got a worry that the priest is on he's almost on two cusps like you said he's on the cusp of being a main eventer but he's also on the cusp of becoming a bit of a comedy act and a bit of a joke where it's just going to be the running joke that he can't cash in. Mm. Has he found that's a worry? Has he found himself in that spot where he's maybe too good for the mid card, but not quite good enough for the main event, where you could really sort of struggle? Is that sort of where he is? Possibly. It, it's given me but, quite Baron Corbin vibes back. Yeah, from, back in the day. But I do think that Priest is good enough. I just yeah. want to say I'm saying he yeah. might be in that spot, but I do think Priest is good enough for the main event. Yeah, I think he's a main eventer. 100%. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I can imagine just looking at that guy. And if you show that to anyone who doesn't watch wrestling, be like, oh, he must be a world champion. He's you know, a big that's star. the sort of level that he has. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't have any faith that they'll do anything with it. Again, I still hold faith that if he hasn't cashed in by WrestleMania, then 
maybe they'll do something which I've been talking about for a while with the other title. That's still something I'm going to hold. It's a potential that might happen. I mean, if he cashes in on Reigns and wins, after, or cashes in on Cody and wins after he's just won the belt, that would be incredible. Um, yeah, we've we've never seen him tease a cash in on Reigns, have we? No, no, he's never interacted with him. Yeah, we've seen we've seen Theory uh, try and cash in on Reigns. Um, yes. Clash at Clash at the Castle and they get punched by Tyson Fury. Um, but uh, yeah, we've never. Yeah, with the, I guess I've never really thought or entertained the idea that yeah, that is a that is a possibility as well. To be fair, I don't know. It's just something which I've always thought about. Is like, oh, go on, just again <laughs> create that chaos, man. It's what I want. And of course, the biggest talking point of Raw former WWE champion comes out, starts off with Jinder Mahal, which we all don't expected. Hinder I guess, was going to have do not hinder Jinder, and he was tret like. I mean, I just I hope it's not one and done because again, if you look at the guy and then look at the man who comes out afterwards, they both look like they should be main eventers, right? Jinder looks like an absolute star. Whether we like his wrestling ability or not, he just looks like someone who should be up there. And they need like an anti-hero. There's your guy, I think. Um, obviously, the Miz usually will be the one to take that, but he's a baby face at the minute. Um, so Jinder Mahal is a good option. I just hope he's going to get more than just this. And of course, he's interrupted by The Rock. And well, we see what happens there. I'm going to let you guys, what do you think of this promo here? Because I wasn't too convinced by it. Obviously, the ending of it was good, but the 20 minutes in between that, I don't know if it really did anything for me. So what do you guys think? I mean... Rather, rather than the spot itself, Stu, can I steal the uh, the heel role from you for a minute? <laughs> by all means, by all means. Now, I'm not naming names, but there were a hell of a lot of reactors out there that did not watch that for the first time and then reacted like it was the second coming of Christ, which it was not. You all need to calm down a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. And um, there was plenty of them, so take a pick of who we're, who we're thinking about here, because everyone's doing a reaction to the Rock return. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I just feel like the Rock should fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I think it's an obvious thing to say, but they really do want it with that Australian show. However, sorry, saying that no. they're mentioning the Rock at Elimination Chamber, left, right, and centre. There's no mention of Roman Reigns at all. Yes. So I'm wondering yeah. whether Roman sends solo and says you need to you need to stop this before it becomes something. And obviously he doesn't. Mm. And then Roman yeah. Thanos and is like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yes. Yeah, hundred um, percent. obviously I'm selfish and I want to see Ro the Rock and Roman at WrestleMania well, right in the flesh. <laughs> yes, we both want that just for our yeah. personal enjoyment. Um but, you know, some people said that this is a random B pay-per-view. You can't have this match on there. Well, Reigns and John Cena had a match in 2017 on some random pay-per-view. I think it was No Mercy or something. Not an important card at all, but they had the match on there. The point being is, obviously, Rhea would main event. You could have The Rock and Reigns open this show. You could. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I just think it need, it's a mania match, isn't it? It, it is can't happen anywhere yeah. else. It cannot yeah. happen anywhere else. It is, but there's also the logistics to it. And I'd, again, I'll, I'll take back my, my heel role of bringing everything plummeting back down to earth. Um, <laughs> I am... We need a reality check from Stu. <laughs> I, I am 98% sure that... Is it the UXL or the FXL or whatever other country? That, that's the one. That is all big starting in April. So the Rock will be doing that. So how is he going to be at Mania if he's doing that? Would be my because question. He's, because he's the Rock. <laughs> because he's the Rock. Like he'll if, just... if like I yeah I, I I completely understand where you're coming from, but uh, I think it's 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 got to be at Mania, regardless of if it, the he doesn't need to be at the XFL for the first week. Like he could like. And where, where does it take place? Do we know where it starts, where it is? Is it in Philadelphia? Because then it's written in the stars. 
let's have a look. What's it called? The XFL? Yeah, something yes, like that. XFL. Um, bullshit that nobody watches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't sue yeah, us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Oh, it's the second season. I've just realised the second season of the XFL. Yeah. Starts just on the to, 20, 30th of March. Just, just to clarify to the reactors, I'm not saying don't react. I'm just saying don't don't pretend that it's the first time that you're watching it when it's not. Show your genuine reaction, not one you go back and re-record afterwards. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you watch like our reaction to stuff, uh, like again, the CM Punk reaction that I had was very much like you won't fool me, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, the best reaction of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and like you don't have to shout and scream at the camera. I mean, again, if that's your reaction to things, wonderful. But like sometimes. You know, it doesn't have to be overreacted to prove that you watched it for the first time. You know, and like I say, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not naming names, but you know who you are. So stop <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, The, the Rock and um, Reigns should be WrestleMania. So where does that leave our wonderful pal Cody Rhodes? Opening the show against Randy Orton for, <laughs> oh, the, yeah. and for the Universal title. Because opening the show is just as important. Randy beats Roman at the Royal Rumble in the Fatal Four Way match, gets the belt off Roman. Both world champions losing at the Rumble, if you ask me. I guess that's what what I'm saying here. Yeah, um, big. That'd be big. Um, yeah, Cody and Randy can open the show night one or night two. It's just as important. Night one, have them open night one. Just as important as closing the show sets the tone for the whole night. Mm, 2024 could be the year of like change in wrestling in that sense, and have all the titles change hands. Mm -hmm. Not not all of them. Yeah. Not all of them. Not all of them. We have. Not, not we have, them. I don't know. We'll save that till April when uh, they're um, uh, <laughs> If there was, if there was one title that you had to bet wouldn't change hands in 2024, I'd probably go the IC title. I can no, see Dom, Dom's doing that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I think I think uh, Ludwig Kaiser would beat him in uh, in Germany. I think that's what they're going to do. Um, Gunter, I still hold hope could win the Royal Rumble. Um, the way things stand, I don't know how that would fit in. But you know, I mean, he deserves it. And any number less than one, he should be favourite to win. <laughs> and that's when you get you get Gunther versus Damian Priest for the world heavy uh, for the world heavyweight title. I mean, yeah, when Gunther yeah, wins the. Uh, wins the uh, Royal Rumble. And that's how the Judgment Day cost Gunther his IC title to give it to Dirty Dom in the lead-up to Mania. Yeah. Um, it's just weird how things have changed all because of one person. Like, yeah. The dynamic. Well, because of CM Punk coming back as well, the, the, the dynamic of WWE, I feel like, is different now because Gunther probably would have been the favourite to win if them two hadn't come back. But now it's like, oh, well... Now CM Punk's there, he's got to have a... He doesn't need to have the Royal Rumble win to fight Seth Rollins. I mean, you know, we all know they'll hate each other, but it makes it like, what's going to happen now with the uh, with the IC champion? Mm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Punk wins the Rumble. I don't no. think Punk no. wins the Rumble. No. No, I don't need... Again, I mean, they're on the same show. He doesn't need to win anything uh, to fight Seth Rollins because Rollins will just demand and I want him kind of thing. Um, so do you think that we'll uh, you think Cody might fight Drew McIntyre? I saw someone do a WrestleMania card prediction, and when I think it'll be Drew against Cody, I don't know why. Well, it could be because you know, GU saws on Raw because of you, and you know, I'm not having you win the Royal Rumble because I should be winning it or something like that. Maybe, well, just you know, I guess, I guess it's a bit stereotypical and a bit sort of overplayed, but. Cody eliminates Drew, and Drew's like, nah, I'm a heel now. Mm -hmm. Comes back in and eliminates Cody. Yeah. I mean, what I will say in regards to that is if what that person's saying is that Drew beats Seth and then Cody finishes his story, one, for the World Heavyweight Championship, and two, against Drew McIntyre, that's really weak. That's really that is, it's after all that's like I just yeah, just um, yeah. beat the second because it, we're trying to make it more as as relevant as the main title and Rollins is doing his best to do that but it's still 
it's still just know that it is the secondary belt, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much raw, and we'll move on to SmackDown. Now, the first thing I want to bring up is the uh, return or debut on SmackDown of a certain uh, Brummy known as Tyler Bate. Now, I've just done a video about this, too, but I wanted to see what you think. So you've probably watched, I don't know if you've seen it already, I tagged you, but basically, I just, I like Tyler Bate a lot. It just frustrates me that nobody will know who he is because mm. there's no vignettes, no nothing. If you watch NXT or you've watched his stuff in the British scene, but if you're a casual fan, you've never seen this guy before. And I just, I wasn't the f biggest fan of the way he was brought in. Yeah. I, do you know what? I think the biggest, the biggest issue for me that I think Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate may suffer from is the, is what are they going to, what are they going to let him do? And how long are they going to let him do it? And what I mean by that is he's very, very good in the ring and he's got a really good sort of personality. But on NXT and in the, you know, in the on the British scene and stuff like that, he was just allowed to crack on with being a really good wrestler. And people appreciated that on the main mm -hmm. roster. He needs to be given time to show his character, but I don't think he's going to get that. And I think he could end up being one of those ones where it's, oh, yeah, he's really good at wrestling, but I'm not going to push him or we're not going to get behind him because, you know, he isn't going to stand in the ring and have a 15 minute back and forth promo with someone. Uh, I just, um, but he can do that. I just don't know if they're going to allow it. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure, but. If this is the start of us being able to see Pete Dunne come back as well, I'm all for it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it was actually nice as well to see uh, the tag match was all British guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That was a nice change. There's a lot of um, wrestlers who aren't just American now. Have you noticed? Uh, that yeah, it's good. There's a it's lot of wrestlers from everywhere now. And and if this means as well, and again, I. So hip hypocritical of me saying this because of how much I've hated on it with Sammy and KO. But at some point, Pete Dunne will turn because he's a better heel than he is a face. And if we get three or four months worth of Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne in 25-minute matches, I, I am all for seeing that. <laughs> I am all for having their matches because they'll be great. 100%, yeah. Johnny, what did we make of well, SmackDown in general and this particular match? Um, so I enjoyed, I did enjoy this match. Um, I'm not a massive fan, as you know, uh, pretty deadly, but um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the match. Yeah, I like seeing this whole like British strong style, Butch, Tyler Bate. My worry for Tyler Bate is the same as Stu's, that he's just going to get lost in the shuffle. Um, I think he had more chance of staying down on NXT and potentially becoming NXT champion than them saying, right, look, we reckon you're going to go in a match against Logan Paul for the United States Championship and win. Um, also, as well, they bought people up and done nothing with them, i.e. Cameron Grimes winning 10-second matches and just shouting to the moon whenever he feels like it. Is this going to be like... I'm I'm just worried he'll get lost in the shuffle and not really do a lot. But I hope that's not the case. Um, SmackDown in general, uh, obviously, I guess you're going to talk, but you asked what I thought about it in general, but I guess you're going to talk about other matches maybe. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode of SmackDown. There was some good stuff on there. Yeah, definitely was. Um, and one of the other talking points is, of course, we had Bobby Lashley come out with the Three Profits. Where were we going with this? Well, it led to... The return of Authors of Pain, not AOP, Authors of Pain, Paul Ellering as well, Karrion Cross and Scarlett all together. What do we think of this? I am delighted to see it, and Paul Ellering being there is a massive, important part of that as well. What do we think, lads? Don't drop the ball. Do not mm. drop the ball. You've got it. You've got... And I said this in a video. I said for people to come at me if they want to come at me. You've got a faction here, maybe not Scarlet so much for who she would go up against, but you've got a faction here that could 
challenge the judgment day for dominance dominancy done right you absolutely have carrying cross when he came out looked like an absolute fucking unit who who throws bobby lashley around like that i guess they're trying to um when bobby lashley beat carrying cross in like a couple of minutes the other week at the tribute to the troop show i guess we're meant to pretend like do that thing that wwe does and just pretend that didn't happen that that never happened push the um, reset button that one yeah um Carrion Cross looks like an absolute don, as he should be. I really, really like him. I think like th- this has got all the makings to be something really, really special if they do it right. And just a question off the back of it for you, Stu, and then obviously you say your thoughts as well. Hurt Profits, Street, Lashley, whatever you want to call them, we're trying to get over his heels. Obviously, that hasn't happened. And you always made your point about when you come out in a suit, you're going to be a heel, blah, blah, blah. Did you notice they were all in brightly coloured suits? Mm. So I guess yeah. that is a face suit that you wear. I, I, do you know what? So I accidentally stayed up and watched SmackDown. Um, and one of the things that, that I wrote, because I was just making a few notes for anything that I want to do, was what what are the Hurt Profits now? Like, are they... You know, are they now going to be faces moving forward? Um, obviously, that was, I think so. That, that I wrote that down before AOP and Cross um, came out, but I just yeah, and and that's fine. Um, but I think WWE have kind of done that thing, I guess, again where they've potentially backed themselves into a corner because. Mm-hmm. If we're now going to try and get behind the Hurt Profits as a face team, they really can't afford to lose their first feud. If we're supposed to be getting behind the AOP and Karrion Cross as big badass heels, they can't afford to lose their first feud. So now we're going to put them together. And so... Could we, could we have two matches... Could we have Authors of Pain versus the Street Profits and the Street Profits win? And then could we have Karrion Cross versus Bobby Lashley and Karrion Cross wins? So the leader of this new faction wins, but the tag of the other faction wins. The only issue with that would be, again, what do, so Cross has brought these, you know, big, bad henchmen in and they've lost their first feud. Would, yeah. would be a but if if they drop the ball on cross this time he needs to go back to nxt or go to impact tna mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what he needs to do um mm-hmm. i really hope they don't drop the ball because i've been i've been a fan of his since since his impact days um um you know i got past the gimp suit on raw carrying cross i've got past it all i've got to this point he needs now to be to be a badass and to show what he what he can do um and i've seen yes. some names thrown around I've, I've seen um apparently wwe have trademarked the final testament or something the last testament oh. or something i i don't mm. know if that is going to be the name moving forward but uh, i quite like it I, I like that. I also saw that he had um, Final Prayer on his yeah. T-shirt. And I quite like that as a name as well, the Final Prayer. The Final yes. Prayer versus the Judgment Day. I mean, yeah. that's, that's quite cool. Um, yeah. Question for you, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as I know, you're a, you're a fan um, yes. of wrestling ability. Absolutely. What do we make of uh, Scarlett's new look as well? She's gone for a slightly, slightly uh, new look. Stunning as always, 100 out of 10, you know, all the, you know, she's a beautiful woman and a dark haired, scarlet blonde, scarlet, both work for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, yeah, it, actually, it really suits the character of and what they're doing now. Um, and you mentioned Scarlet would be against Rhea if they did a Judgment Day thing. It's all about psychology. And Scarlet mm-hmm. is someone who, no, she's not as good a wrestler as uh, Rhea Ripley, but she can certainly mentally smarter i think if she did it the right way obviously Rhea could be that character where she refuses to fall for it but eventually you know scarlet could outsmart her and get a win somehow you know and it doesn't have to be based on wrestling ability you know carrion's taking away all of these things from these people 
you know, what if Rhea was to lose her power, you know, her strength and ability like that? What if she was managed managed to lose that? Then what is she? Uh, yeah. Then how hard is how hard is it for Scarlett to beat her at that point? You know, and those little things like that. Karrion yeah. Cross versus Damian Priest for the Money in the Bank contract. Yes, please. Yeah, better than what they're doing now. <laughs> um, and yeah, like again, remember a few years ago, I know it was during the lockdown, so you can do whatever you want in the uh, Thunderdome, but Randy Orton against Alexa Bliss. We had that match, didn't we? And Alexa mm-hmm. managed to get the win because, again, psychological. Yeah. So it can, it can be done. Um, I think it makes, whenever Scarlett and Karina are around, uh, the storyline is what drives it more than the rest of them. Yeah. And that's why I think it makes it interesting. Mm. Um, but I'm very much digging the look of Scarlet, and hopefully it's again not a, just a, a temporary thing where they try it out and get bored and move on. This is like a long-term thing for the year. I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah. Carry across for money in the bank. There you go. If he doesn't win it off Damien Priest, he could be the one to Ooh. win it. Yeah, that's a yeah. great shout. Yeah. And while we're on that subject, Chelsea Green for the women's one. It's in yes. Toronto. And just let her do it, please. Just give it to her. <laughs> Although they did have her come out after um, SmackDown and they had a lose against Bianca Belair. And that's in Canada. Of course as well. they did. So, of course they yeah. someone lose to Bianca yeah, Belair. In, 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 in a dark match after this episode of SmackDown, they had Chelsea Green versus Bianca oh. Belair in Canada and had Bianca go over. Yeah. They can just, you know, forget all rules on Bianca's around, right? She can't lose. Um, since Bianca's obviously going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble, how does she not win this? Does Jade Cargill eliminate her and set up that match? Is that we're going, going with that? or Because Bianca, again, she will be in the final four. I think it's a very good way to not have Bianca win. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you could have... Obviously, there was an interaction between Damage Control and Bianca on... Smackdown, you could have all of Damage Control just swarm Bianca and Eliminator. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe See. set up Asuka versus Bianca at Mania or something. I, d- I don't know, but anything that doesn't involve Bianca winning, really. What I could potentially see happening is all of Damage Control, obviously not EO Sky, but all of them being in there um, and then Bianca coming out and like just eliminating them one by one, just like because you know that they're going to get her to do that. And then she's like, I don't know, she's chucking Oscar over, and Oscar's like scrambling a little bit. And then Bailey runs up and yeets Bianca over. Yeet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Bianca's obviously the powerhouse in that. But again, she's not Nia Jax in the sense of like it doesn't take multiple people to throw her out. She is obviously, you know, around the same size as the other women. So it would just be a case of being quicker than her. Um, but she is the have, quickest, remember? Yes, uh, yeah. So no one's going to stop her. Um, you could have Jade eliminate her, and then she goes out at the same time. So they both end up losing. The final four could be them two. Then Bianca, uh, sorry, Becky and Bailey as well. That could be the final four. Is my thought? Um, yeah. yeah. If Jade Cargill doesn't come out in the Royal Rumble, then I'm kind of concerned about what are they doing with her because that seems to be. If they're going to make a debut, that has to be it. I, I still maintain, obviously I did a video about this a, a couple of days ago. I still maintain that we need to see Cargill beforehand because, all right, um, AJ's debut at the Rumble was kind of spoiled by some poor camera work. But even so, like, if Jade Cargill's music hits... Until she is seen, no one is going to know who she is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think we need to know what that music's going to be so that when it hits, there can be a bit of a, a pop, I guess. But like mm-hmm. I say, they could do it how they did AJ's, you know, have have Bianca eliminate three or four people and just be stood in the ring on her own. But, yeah. but the camera would have to be facing the Tron so that we saw immediately who it, who it was. But not. Not Roman Reigns. Yeah, not, not facing, facing Roman Reigns. Reigns. <laughs> no. um, and of course, the final match of the night, which I was very much looking forward to, always love a good triple threat match. It is, of course, the winner fights Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble, Randy Orton, LA Knight, and AJ Styles, which something annoys me about the way this match ended when I think about it, because 
I don't know why WWE think the fans are stupid. Like, this match can't end in disqualification. So then, how does taking out all three of them end the match? Like, eventually someone could just roll over and pin someone. Like, I, that kind of bothered me a bit, because I'm like, but you can't end a no-contest match when there's no DQs. Well, I guess, I guess it. I guess they were saying it was to the point where none of them could compete any longer. Maybe a bit like a bit like mm. happens in Hell in a Cell matches or something like that. Where that yeah, where that happens. Um, and that's I mean, that makes sense. But I also think it's just putting yourself in a corner where it's like, well, you're going to make this fatal four-way match, but it doesn't really make sense how it was put together. But it, it does at the same time, I guess, because mm. again, there was one for each of them. Nick Aldis tells Paul Heyman it's going to be a fatal four-way now. At the Royal Rumble, Elliot Knight, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Do you think this is also a good way of keeping favourites like Elliot Knight out of the Royal Rumble match itself? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I thought he would say that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that I will say as well, and I have to give credit to this random page that I was scrolling through on Twitter for this, but like five years ago, Roman Reigns was handcuffed to a ring post with dog food over him and now he's like coming to the ring with ultimate thanos vibes like it's, that just mm -hmm. seems crazy like that is mm -hmm, just yes. ridiculous um and that was that was like the end of 2019 wasn't it that wasn't even like the yeah. beginning that was like yeah, yeah. that really symbolized quite a bad year for wwe storylines like that was the end of the year this year has been really, really shit storyline-wise, so we're just going to end it with the worst thing possible. Um, yeah, that was such a poo year <laughs> in WWE. And, of course, that was the last year with full fans before Vince, you know, had to leave, and Triple H is now the one doing the show. So it was kind of symbolic in that sense because that was the last real show of Vince McMahon's writing with an audience there. Yeah. So there weren't really a new thing now where that will never happen again. Um I actually remember seeing a segment where there was a, a, a dog costume and I didn't even see that because I didn't watch it live at the time. But I watched it live. God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> like this stupid, stupid golden egg that he, he had and the Austin yes. Theory style. Like, what yeah. the fuck? What yeah. are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, and you had that. That was the year where they had Brock Lesnar win the Money in the Bank briefcase in a match he was never part of. Uh, Kofi Mania killed in about five seconds. Um, that year was just, again, some of the peak worst writing that Vincent Mann's ever done. Um, and I feel sorry for it because, again, Baron Corbin was in the world title picture at that point, and I feel sorry for him because, like, again, he's in the world title picture finally, and now he's well, it's at the time when it's terrible. Poor lad. Um, <laughs> but he so, is also now killing it on NXT. So. He is, yes. He is, he is. He is. But if I had been like Shane or Stephanie in that time, I would have been like, look, Dad, we need to like go to hospital, get some like tests run. Like, is everything going on all right up here? Like, <laughs> yes. are, you, are you well? Like, you, all <laughs> it hasn't been for a few years. <laughs> but yeah. um, but uh, so this fatal four-way match, do we see, honestly, a title change? Because Randy yes. Orton is someone who is one of those people, like Cena, where it doesn't have to make sense storyline-wise. If Randy Orton or John Cena's in a world title match, very good chance they win, just because of who they are. And I guess Orton is chasing that 16-time title run. Um, and it is a classic way of losing the title without actually losing. So is Randy Orton going to walk out as champion? He is. He is. It's the first time in Roman's title in title reign that I'm gonna I'm gonna predict Roman to lose because he's the sort of person that afterwards he will do that whole I didn't even lose my belt. Like I didn't even lose. I haven't got my belt. I'm still head of the table. I haven't got my belt. I did not lose for this to happen yes. though. Randy Orton's the sort of person that could do that to Roman and get away with it. Cody finishing his story against Randy is way more fitting than finishing it against Roman Reigns. Plus, all the Cody fans are out here going, oh, no, he needs to finish it against Roman. He needs to finish the story against Roman. No, he doesn't. The story was never about Roman. It was about the title. It was about the belt. But if you want to make it about a person, make it about Randy. That's way more fitting. And also, Roman versus The Rock, as we've already established, 
does not need a title involved. So mm -hmm. will Roman Reigns lose and does he need to lose at the Royal Rumble to Randy Orton? Yes, he absolutely does. Randy Orton can pin LA Knight, AJ Styles, still protecting Roman. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Stu, what do we think? Are we going to go with that? The thing is, I absolutely, completely agree with 99% of everything that Jay just said. But I... It, Apart from after, the title change. I, well, it's just it's, after yeah. this 7,810-day reign that Roman's had, he has to be the one that takes the pin. He has to be that one. And I just think it has to be done one on one. I think that that is the final, the final part of his of Roman's story. Actually, just Fucking having it crumble down. Mark. Um, Mark. <laughs> but again, Rome, uh, Randy versus Cody makes much more sense and would be much better. And mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just I don't know, I, and I probably won't know until. Till next week when you ask me and I have to make a, a an ultimate decision, um, because yeah, I I I would much rather see Cody versus Randy, much rather see that. Yes. Oh yeah, I'd be more invested in that. Furthermore, um, sorry. Furthermore, um, Roman wants to go and take a year or two off after WrestleMania, so it's only right that his he's already dropped the belt by that point, and his last match is ahead of a table match, which, by the way, he absolutely has to win. The Rock can't mm -hmm. win that. He absolutely has to, and he goes and retires, if you like, for a year or two as head of the table, and he just goes away and does what he needs to do, recover from everything he's put his body through and exactly, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, you both agree that maybe Roman's time should come to an end soon. I mean, it will be very surreal, actually, to see that. You know, the amount of stuff that you've, you know, we've done all this. Roman's always been a constant the champion of, you know, 2020 started and he was champion then. And so much has changed in the world. And it's just like, it's going to be so weird that Roman Reigns might not have the belt for much longer. That's uh, one of those things you just never expected to see happen. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and regarding Ellie Knight being in this match for me, like that's fine because what he can do is he can go and get the pin, and just as he's about to get the pin, Logan Paul pulls him out of the ring, and then he costs him in the Royal Rumble match as well. Or if he's even in it, I guess he, he probably will be. And then that sets up their WrestleMania match, so I'm all right with that because again, that's probably the best option for Ellie Knight at the minute. I mean, obviously, I want him to win the world title, but if he doesn't, then going for Logan Paul and then getting more people to watch him because, again, if you're fighting Logan Paul, you're going to get more attention and I want that for him, so that'll mm -hmm. work for me. And AJ Styles, I think he'll be leaving soon anyway, so I don't think it really matters. Um, again, that would be a huge shock if AJ Styles, of all people, wins the WWE title, but I don't see it happening. No. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. But just one more thing very, very quickly. Furthermore, if you want Roman to take the pin, I know you said it would need to be one-on-one. -on -one. He could afford to take the pin in this match because I was just thinking they let him take the pin. He took the pin against Jey Uso and it didn't yeah. hinder him anyway mm, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you wanted to... And, and Randy, again, is someone that could give Roman the, the three count and you're not going to look and go, oh... It looks weak now. Well, I mean, it, it, that could even you could even do it, couldn't you? That um, I don't know. Ra Roman spears AJ, so he just rolls out the ring as they do. Um, La Knight hits the BFT and gets pulled away by Logan Paul, and then Orton hits the RKO. So he's actually mm -hmm. taken like consecutive finishes and then gets pinned. Also, there is a factor of Jimmy and Solo that could keep LA Knight and AJ Styles occupied that does yeah. leave it one-on-one, -on -one, Randy and Roman. That, that, mm -hmm. that is also, I guess, the big, you know, the big factor is technically it's a fatal four-way, but Ro it's no DQ, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, Roman has got that back up. What I hope we don't see, oh, I say I hope we don't see it, but I kind of, I would kind of enjoy the chaos, but I don't know how much that would take away from it. 
is, you know, Solo and Jimmy get involved. So Jay and Cody come down and then it just ends in a ma- Like then the OC could come down and do you know what I mean? Like would mm-hmm. that take away from, from the match itself, but would also make a lot of sense. Or the match starts and Randy, LA Knight and AJ look at each other and they're like, well, we don't like each other, but he cannot leave champion. Yeah. And just they all just out. act, yeah, just take him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's going to be so good. I think also, as we always say, the the main event of the show will depend on what happens. I think if the main event is the Fatal 4-Way match, then there's a very good chance that what we're saying of him losing the belt happens. Mm-hmm. If it opens the show, I'm less inclined to think it might happen. But if it main events, then there's something there to be said about it. Mm. Yeah. Here's one for you, just before you move on to your next topic. Uh-huh. What if it is the main event and Roman loses and enters the Rumble and does a Brock? Well, imagine that. But, I mean, I couldn't see that happening as well, to be honest. He's not going to take defeat easily. He's going to be like, well, I'll find a way to sort this out. I'll... And the Tribal Chief, I, and uh, I've always got a backup plan. You know, that that does work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also think you could just enter it as champion and be like, well, no one's like me now, so there could, you go. Could that be yeah. the way that we slowly see a little bit more, because we've not seen some bloodline dissension in a little while, Roman loses and basically strong arms Solo's number off him. It's like, Solo, you're, yeah. you're giving me that. Like, now. Or... Or Roman loses and Solo wins the Rumble. Oh. Next next week's podcast oh, is going to be a great support. show. Yeah, oh, whatever whatever happens, whatever happens, all of us will be watching it together. So that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Staffax and these lads are going to be live together watching it. Whether on TikTok Live, I don't know because we might just do this old-fashioned thing called. Enjoy in the moment. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Imagine that. What's that? What's that? <laughs> um, so I was going to ask you about what's the future for Randy if he doesn't win. I was going to say like something I had wondered. Um, the SmackDown general manager hasn't retired yet. Is there a possibility that there could be uh, a match for Nick Aldis against one of these people? I did wonder. And... I guess it. I guess if it doesn't, if if there isn't a, a title match because he's maybe lost it at the Rumble, if there's not a title match for Roman at Elimination Chamber and he's there, who's he going to blame for putting him in the Fatal Four Way? Mm-hmm. He's made uh, he's made Adam Pearce face him before. To be fair, mm. um, I just I, I wonder. I, I don't know. I mean, I for anyone that hasn't seen any of Nick Aldis's work, like he is fantastic. So I would, I'd be happy to see him in any form of match. But I'd probably prefer him in a match where, you know, realistically, because of you know him as a general manager and authority figure and all this stuff, they would probably have Roman just go straight through him. I'd rather he actually put on a match that he's capable of putting on. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a possibility, and he owes Randy after the RKO, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I just I just remember that Nick Aldis like never retired. He just no. left, and then you know, and I think it's it, it, WrestleMania is a place where someone like him would get a match. And I think if you need a heel authority figure, because again, they love the traditional side of things. Nick Aldis is that man, hundred mm. percent to be a heel authority figure and screwing out Randy Orton of a title shot because um, whatever reason they all say, but for that thing to happen, you know, I think that makes sense as well. Um, Again, and I don't want to go down too much of a, of a rabbit hole because again, we've got next week's prediction show to, to come. Could that, despite everything we've just spent the last 10 minutes saying rumble night, Roman, we get a backstage thing. Roman comes out of Nick Aldis's office smiling or smirking. And as Roman's hit with an RKO, Aldis pulls Randy out of the ring. And then Roman mm-hmm. retains. I don't, I don't know yeah. what, 
reason they, they would give, but let, let's do that and figure out the reason later. Do you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yes. Put the uh, put the SmackDown general manager in the Rumble, maybe. Have him in the Rumble match. Huh? I think, so. I mean, uh, again, I think that would work, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have him, I don't know, even if you want to do it at WrestleMania, have him actually win the uh, Andre Giant Battle Royal, Memorial Battle Royal, the first GM as 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 GM winning it. Again, as that heel character just being like, I can't trust anyone on my brand to do it. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, I'm going to do it myself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which will be on the SmackDown before me, and we'll get to see that as well, eh, Johnny? <laughs> we will indeed. We will indeed. <laughs> followed by followed by Hall of Fame, and then on the Saturday uh, NXT Stand and Deliver, then WrestleMania Night One, WrestleMania Night Two, and then to top it all off, the Raw After Mania. Stu, well, book your ticket. <laughs> hey, Stu, we're going to have a great time. We really are. Yes, <laughs> love it. Um, finally, Stu, I was going to ask this. Obviously, I brought it up earlier. Um, so, Camille Brickhouse from NWA is mm. going to be. Potentially in WWE. If you've seen any, if Johnny, have you seen her before? No, I'll have to sit this one out, boys. <laughs> Camille is again, as the name says, Brickhouse. She's about five eleven. She's taller than Rhea, and she's, yeah. about, she's a blonde lass who was the longest reigning NWA Women's Champion about six hundred days. But now it looks like she's leaving NWA, joining WWE. So Jade Cargill, Rhea Ripley, and Camille could be in the. Um, uh, WWE ring at some point soon. What do you make of this? I I think it's a really it's really positive. I think it's really it's a it's a good move for her. I would yeah. I would probably say a bit of time in and in, in NXT would probably be really good for her. Um, nothing to do ability wise. I think it will be the entertainment side of WWE that obviously NWA doesn't quite have it is more focused on on the wrestling so put her in nxt have her run through people and yeah get her get her onto the main roster once she's sort of smoothed up that promo side of things but she's a great talent Mm. and yeah she's she's certainly someone that could that can match you know match power with anyone on on the roster without a doubt Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she's actually 813 days she was champion, so that, uh, yeah, very impressive. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I had for the show today. If there was anything that you guys wanted to discuss, then feel free. Uh, So you guys do? I've just got one thing, and it's, can can we do something now, again, with um, Santos Escobar? Like, can that, because if this... Legado del Transhasma 2.0 fails. I don't know where he goes. It shouldn't fail, but but it needs to go somewhere. Um, oh. And whether that is bringing Andrade back, I don't know. But it, it needs to do something. And this is what I was kind of saying to you boys in the group chat earlier. Is this the because there are so many of them now? Is this the point where WWE does need to look at trios belts? Because there are so many factions. You've got the yeah. brawling brutes. You've got this uh, 2.0 LW, uh, Legado del Fantasma. You've got LWO. You've got Karrion Cross's new faction. You've got AJ Styles if he goes back with the OC. Um, you've got the Bloodline. Like there, there's so mm. there are so many factions out there now, and that's just SmackDown. The only issue, I guess, is that they then get the the, the women's tag team title treatment. And they're just, they don't mean anything, would be the issue. Yes, that's certainly um, an issue that I've got with that. Because, I mean, there is trios, but, like, we're not talking AW levels of trios. You know, there is some. But I don't know if there's enough where they can have multiple choices of who could win this, possibly. You know, WWE just puts a random three-man group together and they could just randomly win it one year. That's, That's something that would bother me a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just but, yeah. Hey, if it's it's more content and more belts for them and more money they can make, I'm sure they'll more than happily do it. And I think WWE and AW do sometimes copy each other, and I think maybe they already have it in mind as well of a trios championship. 
which is why there's yeah. so many factions, as we say. Um, and but, I do love yeah. me a faction, to be fair. Yes, yes, you do. Full uh, of club uh, gold. Yeah. And, um, yeah, actually, speaking of AEW, the, uh, the devil has been revealed as Adam Cole. What do we think, Stuart? Because he's now in a faction with your boy. <laughs> uh, two two of my boys are together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I I enjoyed the reveal, actually. Um, I think there are more people to come in terms of the faction. Um, my only my only worry, or my, not my worry, my only real issue with it is I'm still not entirely sure what the point was. Um, and what I mean by that is Adam Cole wanted the world title. So rather than just wait until he was like fit and have Wardlow uh, Tavern and um, Roddy Strong um, and Bennett, you know, take out MJF so that he could win the title. He took out MJF so Samoa Joe could win the title, which is no more mm-hmm. like Samoa Joe's not an easier opponent in theory than um, MJF is. Um, but I, I do wonder if um, they're going to use this as, because I don't know if you've seen any of the videos or anything like that. When Adam Cole said that Wardlow was going to beat Samoa Joe for the world title, and then give it to Adam Cole. He was Wardlow, didn't, Wardlow didn't look particularly um, enamoured with with that idea. Um, so I don't know if they're going to go down a Evolution, Batista, Triple H kind of route for that. But what Did I you just say, compare Wardlow to Batista? I compared the angle. I compared the storyline. Right, okay. Um, okay. But... It's going to be from Mason Ryan. If um, <laughs> the Welsh Batista, if this storyline <laughs> and this faction doesn't work for Wardlow, he will be in NXT very soon because they can't like he's another one that's just had the ball dropped on him um, too many times, and he'll run through everyone on NXT and then beat Roman Reigns in two years' time at WrestleMania for the for the, for the Universal Championship. Do you know what but, Wardlow should do? Retire. <laughs> How yeah, and go, retire and go and make a podcast with Ryback where they can both cry about it in the corner together. <laughs> uh, and uh, like, it is uh, good to see a faction like that. Obviously, Adam Cole, big fan of his Undisputed Kingdom. What a shock! It's got Undisputed in the title. <laughs> um, but. Always liked Adam Cole. Looking forward to see what he can do. But do we think one last thing? Do we think MJF is going to rock up at the Royal Rumble, or is that just a, is he going to be back before All In? I, I, I actually don't know. I don't know if he'll be either, because from most of the room, again, take it with a pinch of salt. Most of the rumours I've heard are he legitimately needed like three surgeries on his shoulder. So whether right. he's going to be in any condition. To do anything in the next six to seven months, I don't, I don't mm. know. But again, that's dirt sheet rumours. You don't, we can't take that as gospel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the the rumble would be nice, wouldn't it? But it's probably just like wishful booking, like mm. a fancy booking, isn't it? It would be nice, but yeah, I don't, I, don't, I think he's probably signed that extension. Yeah, I think he's already signed it as well. I would must agree with that. Um, so, Johnny, uh, the don't delete the tweet from someone who's active on social media. Let's uh, see what you've got. Oh, oh boy. Are you ready, Stu? Uh, yeah, born ready. At WWE Seamus. <laughs> hey. Uh, WWE Famous. Yep. Can't wait to see banger after banger after banger back in the squared circle again. Banger. Full stop. Banger. Back in the squared circle again. Yep. 
Yeah. But I've got to ask. Yeah. Does the curtain match the drapes? Excellent. <laughs> <XOXO. laughs> there we go. Thank you. Uh, fantastic. Okay. That is wonderful. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah, brilliant. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> um, well, one of these days, we are getting you blocked, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Do you know so, what, though? Seamus is the sort of person that I bet, reckon would just write back, like, you bet you fucking are, Stacey. Yeah, yeah something, <laughs> something like that. You would, yeah. Would, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seamus, if you listen to this, please see the funny side of that. I actually really like you. <laughs> yeah, when, when we yeah. interview Seamus in the next year, Seamus here. Yeah, 100% yeah. stand, Seamus. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. What a don. So, and also, one thing that I would love to do, Seamus, if you're listening, you should win the Royal Rumble and challenge Gunter for the Intercontinental title. Mm. Why not? First time ever. Mm. And why not just change everything and be like, you know what? None of you need to win it, but he does. Mm. Because he actually does to get to SmackDown or get onto Raw to get the title. So, And then retire at WrestleMania as Intercontinental Champion. Do that, Seamus. Yeah. So, yeah, why not? JE, where can we find you on social media? Uh, so, I'm not going to give the long version. Let's just give the short version. You can find me on TikTok at JE WrestleTalk for all your daily wrestling content. Thank you very much. And, Stu, where can we find you? Yeah, my uh, my most used social media platform is my TikTok, that wrestling guy at TWG1991. Incredible, thank you. And so you can also find all of us on Snapbacks and Beers TikTok. And we'll post as much as we can on there. We've got the Raw and SmackDown and NXT reviews and then the usual memes about Wardlow and wonderful things like that. So you can also find me at Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok as well. And thank you everyone for tuning in as always. Episode 50, first of the year. Let's do this. <laughs>